Welcome to me again. Week 26, try the opposite. And it was an insane week where everything gets cancelled, I streamed for 12 hours, and I ended up buying an Oculus Quest. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and... It was a very average to bad day. I'm going to say average for right now because there wasn't anything too bad. I ended up sleeping a little bit too much because as you guys found out in the last episode, I stayed up till like 5, 6 in the morning doing this large, massive painting that I don't even like that much. I mean, I'm going to do some more work on it, make no doubt. I mean, I talked about it last week with painting. I just keep making mistakes until I find the path that I'm supposed to go on. But even then, I'm like... That wasn't worth staying up so late for, my dude. So, ended up waking up very, very late and then doing nothing until I finally got to the office and managed to get in a little bit of work. So, that made me a little happy to get some work done, but otherwise, it was a very anti carpe diem day. I did not seize the day at all, unfortunately, and that made me not too happy. I thought about, and this is a weird idea, but. I thought about doing an almost like me again morning session, which probably wouldn't get released, but find a, find something I could do at the beginning of the day similar to me again, because this is of course a review of the end of the day, to have something to start my day with, which is instead of reviewing the day, it is setting intention for the day, because that's the one problem I keep running into is the fact that I don't set an intention for my day. I just kind of wake up and let my day be my day, and that's fine, but I feel like I need to set an intention and set what I want to accomplish each day when I wake up. And whether that be something in a recorded medium like this or a notebook, I don't know how I would do it, but I feel like that's something I want to do. Like, I used to really do that. Like, after I would meditate, I would sit down and say, today, I want to... um, I want to focus entirely on getting things edited, or today I want to focus on helping my friends. Today I want to... I I really miss that, because it, it helps me. Now, let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And this might be the most fickle, most egotistical, dumb thing I've ever been grateful for on this show. But, we dyed my hair yesterday. My hair is purple. It's really gorgeous. It's so, let me put it this way. It's so gorgeous, it doesn't look like weird. Like, you know, some people with colored hair, you'll look and immediately be like, whoa, that's a lot. No, it's like subtle. And like, if you just glance, it almost looks like a dark red. So it almost looks like a natural hair color until you the light hits it just right. And it just like shines purple. It's gorgeous. I love it. But yesterday, I don't know if it's the fact that I had just gotten it done or what, but I couldn't get it to work out. I could Like, there was one part sticking up constantly. Other parts were laying down too flat. But today, I am grateful for the fact that my hair is on so much point, so crisp, looking so tight today, to a point where earlier, and if you're on my Instagram, if you follow me at, at ScottyMo, S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O, you will find a photo of me in my bathroom that I took when I walked into the bathroom, did my business, then looked in the mirror and said, oh my god, it's happened. It's happened. My hair looks so choice. My hair looks so gorgeous. So I ran and took selfies because I I'm, I'm that kind of human being. But yeah, my hair looks very good today, and I am grateful for that, because I got difficult hair. I have really nice hair. I have very thick hair. It's very lustrous. I got that from my dad, and uh, I, I've always really enjoyed my hair, but it's also very difficult to work with. For instance, in high school, I always wanted to have curly hair. My hair does not hold a curl. I have two cowlicks. There's a lot that has to go on to make my hair look nice. But when it does, ooh, mwah, it's so good. It's so good. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And this is another... Today's things were, are very simple because it was a short day, so I don't have anything big because, like, we recorded JW, or JXT, I'm sorry, JXT, and that was fun. In fact, me and Blake afterwards sat down and almost had, like, a booking meeting where usually we'd let the video game decide what matches to happen each week, but me and him sat down and said, what if we actually picked out the cards and made sure to make matches with good people and bring people in and stuff like that. So we might actually start doing that. So that was fun. 
but the thing I did that's awesome is it was so rewarding to me because it was vengeance for something that I thought was impossible last week, but I figured out how to do the thing in the video game that I was struggling with so much last week. I can't tell you guys what it is because it is a big surprise that is happening at the uh, pay-per-view, the wrestling pay-per-view we are doing, but I finally figured out how to do it tonight, and I almost cried. I was like, oh, thank God, thank God it works, thank God I can do this, oh, good, oh, good, and I went through and played through different scenarios, making sure it would work out in all these different scenarios, and it made me so happy, and I'm just grateful that the video game ain't fully broken. Like, with the new WWE game, there's a lot broken, so I was like, maybe 2K19 was just as broken, but no, it was good, and I got it all figured out. And it was just a really fun night of work. I got everything edited. I need to get edited. I ended up writing everything I needed to write. It was a really, really good time. And also, Blake doesn't have to do a show for the next two weeks because, you know, coronavirus. And so because of that, he's going to have more time to work on JWF stuff with me. So that excites me a lot. Now, what did I do that is not awesome? And I already kind of talked about it, but I did not carpe diem. I did not seize the day. And I ended up waking up super late, and that just bums me out. I mean, I, it's one of those things that I was like, it's to be expected, Scotty. You fell asleep at 6 in the morning. But even then, I'm like, yeah, but I could have done more. I, 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 I feel like I could have done more today. I just don't know what that was. And, you know, part of me thinks, hey, you're putting too much pressure on yourself. Let it go. It's okay. You woke up late because you stayed up late last night. You made some cool stuff last night. It's okay. Quit putting all this pressure on yourself. But also, here's the thing. Self-help is kind of a a tightrope to walk with me because, yes, I do need to say stuff like, oh, well, you know, it's okay. Forgive yourself for your mistakes. But... When you keep making the same mistakes over and over again, it's almost like you need to have another voice in your head that's almost a boot camp guy just screaming like, Okay, I forgave you enough. Quit doing it. Go to sleep on time. Take care of yourself. I don't care if you're bummed out. Find a way to stop being bummed out for a few. Which, um, this is not my advice for you guys. I understand depression is a thing. I have it, and it's very hard to stop being bummed out. But... You can find something to ignore it for a little bit. We've talked about that before in the past. Not unhealthy coping mechanisms, but research. Find yourself some coping mechanisms and go through those and quit just... I don't know. I'm in such a weird headspace today. I am. I'm in such a weird headspace. But as far as today is concerned, what I did that was not awesome was wasting it. I wasted my day and that I only get so many and it upsets me when I waste one. And I think setting intentions in the future is going to help me a lot. And that's actually one of the things that I came up with today to help myself. And uh, that just leads into the next segment. How did I help myself today? And it all consists of stuff on my phone. So number one, I downloaded a sobriety app because I really want to try to cut sugar. And I want to cut eating unhealthily. And I want to get back on my diet. Because here's the thing, and this is kind of tough to mention, but I honestly think I'm going to cancel the documentary project I was working on. I think I want to cancel it because here's the thing. That documentary was supposed to be very, very fun and lighthearted and a a smiling peek behind the curtain of someone getting back into what they needed to be. But the more it went on, the more I realized, like, I think there's more going on below the surface than just needing to lose weight with me. And that kind of sucks to admit, but I do feel like there's a lot more that needs to be approached and a lot more that needs to be fixed before I can effectively, you know, go through that documentary and make it the way I want to make it. And so I'm going to have to at least postpone it because I think they do that challenge yearly. So I'll do it again next year, maybe. But for right now, I want to work on myself and I want to try to fix myself before I go into doing something that big. But uh, yeah, I downloaded a sobriety app to help with uh, unhealthy eating. And I'm also contemplating cutting out nicotine, like lowering my vape to zero nick and seeing if that does anything for me. I know we did that back in November, I think, November, December, and it it just kind of ended up with stress, but that's also probably getting over addiction. But yeah, I want to I want to figure it out. I want to cut a bunch of things and just see how it changes me. 
Um, in fact, after we get done doing Southern mythology, probably about in a year or so, I'm going to probably try to cut alcohol out again as, and do that as well. But for right now, I, I did that. And then the other thing I did, because I realized my two big addictions were unhealthy eating, binge eating, and then, um, what's the word? Uh, my phone. I'm very addicted to my phone. I've talked about it in the past. It's kind of my security blanket. It helps distract me when things get too anxious and I don't use it properly. So, and it also ends up like late at night when I get anxious, I end up browsing Facebook or browsing Twitter and just shooting this bright light into my face that signals my brain to say, stay awake. So I actually, and I didn't know you could do this on your phone. I set up something where from the hours of 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., I can only access uh, this recording app, so luckily I can do me again just in case. I can access YouTube to watch ASMR videos, and I can access my help stuff. So I can access my meditation app. I can access my, oh, I have to get in there and put in Amazon Kindle so I could read. Um, But anything that I've got to help me, that way when I get anxious at night, I don't try to fix it by going on social media or going on something that could result in negative things. Instead, it's only going to be positive apps I'll have access to. So that's the way I helped myself today. But for now, I'm going to go inside and I forced myself to only be able to read books right now. So I'm going to probably read a book and get some rest and I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and it's just, everything's done. Everything's called off. Nothing's happening anymore. My thing in Austin, gone. Seattle, gone. WrestleMania is now going to be filmed on a closed lot, which is going to be absolutely insane. A WrestleMania without a crowd is going to be 110% buck wild, but that's off. All of the wrestling shows we were going to go see around WrestleMania time, off. So everything I had planned for April is just gone, and I am in a very weird headspace because of it. Because I know I'm going to get to do it later, like the shows we were going to do aren't canceled, they're postponed. Uh, luckily, I think the majority of what I was going to do got postponed. I don't think there were any cancellations Uh, But even then, really weird headspace to kind of... uh, Like, yesterday, me and Blake were talking while we were waiting on uh, WWE 2K19 to load up. And at one point, he just goes like, Hey, bud, you know it ain't gonna be over till, like, the middle of August, right? And I said, Oh, that's not... Oh, that's not good at all. And it might be over before that. Who knows? The world may pull a John Cena and return two months before he's supposed to. But I don't... Wow, this is a very interesting time to be living in. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? Well, it's a very basic thing, but right now I am very grateful for all of the airlines that are allowing me to cancel my flights without punishing me. I I do think I'm going to have to argue with Spirit. Spirit Airlines, I think I'm going to have to argue a little bit with. But Alaska Airlines, so that was my trip to Seattle, they were like, yeah, you're good. We'll give you some money. Like, back on your account, whenever you want to go fly to Seattle again, let us know. We'll take care of you. So I was like, yeah. And that made me feel good because apparently a lot of people uh, that were planning to go to Austin and stuff are having some easy times, easier times than usual with airlines when it comes to cancellations. So that makes me very grateful about how... I don't know how cool the world is being right now. I feel like everybody is kind of aware of the situation going on and is like, let's let's be nice. Like Disney released Frozen 2 earlier and um, there are people who are just giving stuff away for free. There are wrestling companies that are, since they're having to cancel all their live shows, they're putting up live streams of some of their most popular content. And I'm just really grateful. Like this time... There are some people who are still being asshats, and that's to be expected, but at the end of the day, this is kind of revealing the kindest people around us. Like, even me and Blake, which um, this episode is going up after this happens, so sorry if you missed it, but me and Blake are planning to raise money for all of the wrestlers who are having their live events canceled and are missing out on all of that money. We're going to start raising money for them on Saturday. We're going to do a big live stream I'm not sure how we're going to get the money to them. I just know we're going to raise up some money and then just throw it back out um, at those people to help them out. So, yeah, 
It's a tough time for the world, but it's also bringing us together, which makes me really happy. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it is by making a very cool shirt. I made a new shirt for a load of BS, and I think I'm going to start doing that weekly now, as opposed to whenever I feel the urge, instead make it a weekly thing to make a new shirt for the website. And so uh, I made one based off of one of my favorite words in existence. I've already said it today, uh, buck wild. It just says let's get buck wild at the bottom of it. And I took um, multiple pictures of different deer skulls. And I know that sounds grim, but then I colorized it to be these bright, vibrant colors and superimposed them all over the top of one another and did a bunch of really cool things to it. And it just looks so cool. It's very 80s inspired. It might be one of my favorite shirts we have on the website, merch.loadapurebs.com if you want to check it out. And I love getting back in the in the graphic design well. I haven't been there for a while, mostly because, you know, other stuff has gotten in the way, but I love doing graphic design. I really do. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it was falling down the Scotty drinking hole again, because we were recording WWE 2K19 last night, and it was a literal four-hour record. We recorded for four straight hours, and so the first episode we recorded, I said, oh, have me a little whiskey, you know, and then the second episode, I was like, let's ease off, and then somehow the third episode, that was like two hours long, I ended up having three different whiskey drinks, and yeah, I wasn't in a good place after that. I had to take wait a little while before I could come home. But yeah, I know I'm probably going to pay for that. It did increase my enjoyment, but also I know I'm going to be stealing tomorrow's joy. Uh, but I, it, hey, it's St. Patrick's Day. Well, technically tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day, but even still, I was like, I need to break in some Irish whiskey. So that's what I did that wasn't awesome. It's becoming a repeated problem, and that sucks. That's when I kind of know, like, uh oh, backpedaling, I'm going backwards, and I don't like going backwards, and yeah, there's some, there's some depression creeping up around that whole situation, so I need to figure that out. A toot sweet. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by doing my actual morning routine for once in my life. I woke up, I actually got water, I actually got protein shakes. In fact, if you guys uh, go to, I will, it will already be up at this point, but on Patreon, I released my Me Also video. That's another thing I did today that was awesome and also helped myself, was I finished editing the Me Also video where I talk about my daily routine, what I do throughout the entire day. I will say I strayed from the path a little bit because I was parodying the Vanity Fair Everything Someone Does in a Day videos. And then I realized how difficult it is to make one of those videos because you've got to edit all of these different like calendar videos of setting up calendar notifications and all this weird stuff. And uh, once I realized how difficult it was, I'm not going to lie, I just, I just put a picture of Danny DeVito's face in the video. So that's fun. Um, but anyways... Um, I having that in my mind, having that daily routine that I tell you guys that I'm supposed to do in my mind, I was able to go through this morning and say, okay, get your water, get your protein shakes, now start studying, now do this, now do this, and it really helped out my day, I think. It really helped my day out to get in and read and study Duolingo and do all of this stuff to start out the day. It really does kind of help rev up your brain and get you ready to do some awesome stuff. So that's what I did today to help myself, but for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again and it was an average day. It was a very net neutral day because there were bad moments and there were good moments and I ended up waking up entirely too late. I ended up, I think it was like 1.30, 1.30 p.m. I, I looked at my Fitbit and it was like, yo dog, you slept for 10 hours. What's wrong? You good? So, yeah, it, it was a rough one because of that. It was a little bit of a rough start, and then I ended up having to take care of the kids because um, their their grandmother had to go get her hair done, and that's fine. 
But, uh, yeah, it was just a weird day, I guess is the best way to describe it. Just a very, very weird, weird, strange day. But luckily, recording BS and getting to edit some stuff at the end of the day kind of turned it around for me, kind of evened things out, evened the playing field. But it is going to be a bit of a fast one as we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And today, I am grateful for GBASMR. It's probably one of my favorite channels on YouTube. I have not been a stranger on this show of talking about how much I love ASMR and GB. I may have even brought her as my thing I'm grateful for in the past, but she's definitely my favorite in the field because, you know, ASMR can be weird. ASMR can be like a random guy in front of a microphone talking and being real weird. But that's not... GB is not like that. GB is GB. She doesn't try to like... Like, she is obviously relaxing to listen to, but it's not like she's overly trying to be relaxing. She's straight up herself. And today, like I said, I kind of had a rough go of it for a few. She ended up posting a video that was straight up, like, inspirational and helping people get through tough times, which a lot of people need right now. Like, uh, I've talked in the past on this show, I'm bad about getting cabin fever, and I'm really afraid about getting that lately. So, yeah, she, I, I really needed that video today, and just getting to watch it and getting to relax, and then she's awesome because she does stuff that no one would think would be an ASMR video. She did an alien back when that Area 51 raiding thing was a big deal. She did a video as an alien at Area 51. She does cosplay as Attack on Titan characters. She does she did a Shrek ASMR roleplay. She just does what seems to be fun and what would be really exciting to do and I love that about her. She's probably one of my favorites. I wish I could still watch ASMR before I go to sleep. Now I kind of watch it throughout the day to ease anxiety. I don't know what it is. I can't really watch it when I go to sleep unless my mind is really quiet. If my mind's really quiet, it helps a lot. If my mind is going, it doesn't because it's so calming and so relaxed that my mind can tune it out and just let me focus on the bad things my brain is saying again. So I, I want to get back to being able to watch it when I go to sleep because, God, GB can knock me out like it's nothing. Most of the time when I take a nap in the middle of the day, it's because I watched one too many GB ASMR videos. <laughs> so now what did I do today that is awesome? And it is the fact that I quickly dadded up when CJ and Ripley got brought back over to me because CJ came in and he was going crazy. He was literally climbing on furniture and dropping down and like falling. Like, because you know, kids think that's fun. As a parent, I'm like, you're gonna die. No. And I realized he had too much energy. So I said, if you wanna act like a jungle gym, we'll go outside. Because, and I liked that. Because it wasn't a punishment. It was straight up me just saying like, hey, dude, if you want to be super active and go crazy, let's go outside and play on the jungle gym, not inside this house where you'll, where you'll get super hurt. And he went, okay, went outside, did that, then came back and let him play Luigi's Mansion for a few. And then we made slime, which is a lot more fun than I remember. Like, initially, I was just doing it on my own because he was like, I'm just going to play a video game. And I'm like, no. We gotta do something creative. We gotta get your mind going. We gotta stop letting the switch be the only thing you do. So I made my own slime, and then once he saw it and saw how fun and goopy it was, he goes, I wanna do that. So me and him ended up making slime for a while, and it was really, really fun. I liked it. We made it out of, uh, I didn't know you can make slime out of shaving cream, but apparently you can, and it makes really fluffy slime, and it was a really, really good time that me and him got to share as we made stuff, and I hope that I can convince him to keep doing fun little science experiments like that with me so we can kind of get him off of the Nintendo Switch and get him off of just staring at screens all day, which I know is kind of uh, hypocritical of me to say, given the fact that I spend the majority of my day podcasting and staring at screens. But at the same time, I want to make sure he don't grow up to be weird like me. Uh, Now, finally, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's the fact that I kind of wasn't here today, if that makes sense. I wasn't present. I wasn't in myself. Like, the day just ended, and I'm like, oh, that was the day. Okay, cool. 
uh, I, I was not in my body. I wasn't being me again, you know, plot of the show, trying to become myself again. And so that sucks. That sucks to have, like, these really cool moments of getting to make slime with your son or getting to enjoy watching a movie with your wife or stuff like that and not being there for it. I want to be there for them. And I, I don't mean that, like, physically. I mean that emotionally, spiritually. I want to be fully present and... Yeah, I've got a lot of fixing up to do with me, and that's... I don't know why I'm not just doing it. It's the same thing with, like, cleaning my room at my house. I don't know why I'm not just doing it, but it's so hard to to break those chains, to break those chains of letting things get messy and get worse and get worse and get worse, and you reach a point where you're like, oh, well, it's just messy. That's just what it is now. I just can't fix it. But you can. Like, this is straight up me telling people, you can change it. Like, in college when I lost all the weight and became a completely different person, that was because I changed. That was because I broke 18 years of of habits, and so I need to do that again. Which does lead me to the sad thing, which is, how did I help myself today? I didn't. I and I know I've I think there's only been one other time on this show where I didn't help myself during a day. But today was the first time that I realized the uh, the problem with that, which is if you don't help yourself, you can't help anybody else. <laughs> it's it's the RuPaul. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love anybody else? And I realized that today because I hadn't been helping myself. I just kept uh, falling into these rabbit holes of sitting down, watching TV, eating unhealthily, not eating on time, not taking my meds. Every step of the way where I could have done something to help myself, I didn't. And then Emily came in. And at one point, I was like, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm just going to go take a nap. It's okay. And then when I wake up, I'll go do the show and whatever. And uh, that wasn't a good time because Emily was like, please help me. Please bathe the baby. And I was like, baby, I'm exhausted. She goes, yeah, I am too. And because I hadn't helped myself at all up to that point, I almost couldn't move. I was frozen in place. I was physically unable to do anything. And so I wasn't able to be there for my wife. I wasn't able to help. I wasn't able to provide. And that's no good. I mean, the point of a relationship is for each of you to help each other. And But that begins with helping yourself. And I didn't do that today. And it's really messing with me. Uh, and so, um, yeah, that's, that's not good, man. I, I honestly think it all started when I woke up late because, you know, the first two hours of my day, I usually try to dedicate to helping myself, to working out, to studying, to doing all that. That way, when I go through the rest of the day, I'll have helped myself so I can help everybody else. But today it didn't happen. I woke up super late and because of that, instead of just saying, okay, well, CJ and Ripley are getting dropped off in 30 minutes. How about we go do yoga or how about we study or how about we do something? Instead, I just laid in bed until they got there. I did nothing to help myself. And because of that, I ended up in a bad position and unable to help anybody else. So not a good time. Not a good, good time there. So uh, for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest and hopefully wake up on time to be able to help myself so I can help everybody else. And I will tell you about that experiment when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And I had a very, very fun day. It was a lot of creativity. And it was a better, much, much improvement over yesterday. I woke up and actually did all the stuff to help myself. I read. I studied Le Francais. I, uh, I did a lot of really good stuff this morning. I drank a full glass of water. I did all of the good self-help stuff. And it showed because I had a really awesome day full of a lot of creative endeavors. And I got to go home and watch some really fun wrestling with my parents. So that was always a very, very good time. And we'll talk about it a little bit more when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? Well, it's been something I've been grateful for in the past. But I need to bring it up again today. And it's AEW Dynamite on TNT. 
It is my favorite TV show of all time. I've talked about that ad nauseum. It's my favorite thing to watch. I'm always excited on Wednesdays because I get to watch AEW. It reminds me of being in high school when I first got into wrestling and and staying up to watch Raw every single Monday and, and SmackDown. But the reason I'm bringing them to the table this week is the fact that they did something that WWE could not do, which is they distracted me from the coronavirus, which is, you know, it's ravaged a lot of things, but especially wrestling, because now you can't do wrestling with a live crowd anymore. So you don't get that, ah, you don't get the loud noises, you don't get the chance, you don't get the energy given to the people in the ring. And WWE decided to say, oh, okay, well, we're just going to have nobody sitting in the audience and have it be eerily quiet throughout the whole show. And they did it, and they had some very funny moments sometimes, like Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin coming out and saying, if you're down with that, give me a hell yeah, and then panning to the audience and nobody's cheering because nobody's there. That was funny, but it's for the whole show, so it was a little bit grim. But for AEW, they started the show in a completely dark arena. There was nobody in the audience. And Cody Rhodes, one of my favorite wrestlers, was there in the middle of the ring. And he was like, it's a tough time right now. And we all need help. And we need to support each other right now. And we want to give you the best show possible. And then Matt Jackson and Kenny Omega, his his partners, come out to the ring and give this amazing promo like Kenny saying we it's harder to feel your energy but we know you're out there and there were moments during the show where despite the fact they and this was another smart thing they did they had wrestlers come into the arena and the wrestlers would be cheering from the sidelines so you'd still have a little bit of crowd noise from them but it's it, there were moments where it sounded like there was a whole crowd there. The ambiance and the sheer energy they were giving off was amazing. And instead of it being kind of this grim reminder, like what most of WWE has been doing, of just pure silence, it felt more like family coming together to put on a show despite all odds. It showed wrestlers in the crowd supporting each other, like everyone going together. And it was really, really good and something I really needed today. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is the fact that I'm now, I went full wrestling booker. Today's is going to be very wrestling centric because to prep for me and Blake's big live stream on Saturday, which might end up running like 10 hours, I don't know, don't tell Blake this, but uh, to prep for it, me and him started drafting what wrestlers we want for each of our shows. And from just the few that I've already drafted, I have booked five weeks of wrestling. Five weeks of wrestling with exciting matches. Basically, what we're doing is Blake is going to be running a wrestling show in 2K19, and I'm going to be running one. And we're going to, because in the game, it'll measure how good a match is. It'll tell you it was a three-star match, five and five stars, whatever. So we're going to measure those star ratings and each week compare each other and see who put on a better show. And so I actually ended up today going through and booking what wrestling I wanted to be, seeing what new wrestlers I wanted, who needs to go into what spot, booking what I want the pay-per-view to be. It's really fun. I mean, I know I already do it all the time because of JWF, but I love booking wrestling, especially when it's like a brand new idea, like what me and Blake are doing, because then it gets really exciting. Whereas now... I know what's happening in JWF, so it's a little bit more monotonous to dig into the gritty details and say, I guess this could happen, and then this could happen, and this. Um, Instead, now it's a complete empty slate, so I can play with things and say, oh, what if this person feuded with them? And It's a whole lot of fun, and I'm really, really excited to get into it. Now, what did I do that is not awesome? And that's actually something that is paralleled with what I did to help myself. Because what I did to help myself today is I made a painting a few days ago. I think I told you guys about it. It was a three-piece painting, so it's three canvases put together. And I, I saw someone do it online. It involved a lot of masking tape and a lot of weird painting uh, theories, and it eventually becomes the, a bunch of bars lining up to make this weird abstract painting. And I thought, that'd be cool. I want to try that. And so I tried it, and it was all right. I just didn't like the way it looked. It didn't look like my style. It did look like I saw that idea and copied it and it was worse. So today I went in 
and decided to do it my style. I literally painted over that entire painting with like these beautiful hues of orange and purple and blue and it looks gorgeous and then what I did was scrape off a little bit so you could see the painting underneath and then started just doing more techniques on top of it and basically when it comes to painting I've learned to not try to copy someone else just do whatever you want to do and the whole time it felt like more like I was copying someone else so doing what I wanted to do ended up with a piece that I enjoyed a lot more that being said, what I did that was not awesome is the fact that, uh, hey, don't go down that rabbit hole. Don't go down the painting a brand new thing rabbit hole when you're the only one in the house with the baby. Because the baby was fine. The baby was in her walker and was legit just exploring the house. At one point, she was in our bedroom. Then I found her in the kitchen. I was like, you're really getting around, aren't you? And she giggled at me. And that was a great time. But at the same time, there was a moment she was fussy. And I said, oh, no, she's fussy. Let me go get her. Picked her up. And I got paint on the baby. I just got nothing but paint all over this baby. She was covered in, like, her entire back leg was orange. And I went, that's not good. So I had to clean her up. And that's kind of what the day was, was me continuously focusing on trying to get back to that painting while not really paying attention to my baby. And I don't know, that, that kind of sucked. Because I like playing with my baby, but at the same time, I wanted to get that painting done. So it was kind of a hard pick right there. Um, but I will say, I did one thing unique with the painting. So another way I did to help myself is the fact that, um, basically the way I made it was I taped three canvases together. That way it's a continuous straight line. Everything I did was a continuous line all the way across. And... Today, I just looked and said, what if I flipped one upside down, which completely messes up the pattern. It ruins the what I was trying to go for, and yet it made it look so much better. Like, that's one of the things we learned in college is um, when it comes to acting, but I feel like it applies to everything. I know a lot of times we think we're making the right choice, but if you got time... Make the exact opposite choice and see what happens. Because, you know, uh, that painting is supposed to go straight up and down like this. Flip it upside down, and it looks better. Like, it, when it comes to artistic endeavor, sometimes try the opposite of what you think is right and just see what it turns out to be. Sometimes a scene that we would be acting in that we thought required loud screaming would be a lot better if you took it down and made it a little bit more slow, a little bit more methodical. Sometimes the exact opposite of what you want to do in art is actually the best thing to do. So that's my little art lesson for the day. And a secondary thing, so I don't end this on me <laughs> ignoring a baby to make a painting. A secondary awesome thing I did is the fact that I'm getting home at 1 in the morning and the and CJ's not here. Emily and the baby are asleep, which means Scotty gets to enjoy this next hour of pure relaxation. I'm going to do a face mask. I'm going to do a self-care night. I'm going to be so relaxed and so ready to kick ass tomorrow. And speaking of that, I guess I got to go get ready to talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a good day, but it was a very weird day. Because the day began with my mom calling me and saying, Hey, you know how your dad's been sick? Yeah? Well, he went to the doctor and the coronavirus test came back. Da, 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 da. Inconclusive. What? I didn't even know that was a possibility of something he could have. I didn't think he was showing the symptoms of having it. But the fact that it came back inconclusive was like, I'm sorry, that's the place. I, I work over there. Where he, where y'all live, and <laughs> I don't want to not be able to do my job and entertain my people, uh, Mom. And she goes, "It's okay. They're doing another test, so hopefully tomorrow we will know definitively. He more than likely does not, but even still, that's enough to freak you out." So she came over to our house and took care of Ripley today, so I could work off my laptop, and that was an interesting experience. I, I didn't think having two screens would spoil me so much from the office, but oh my god, I'm so spoiled. <laughs> the fact that I have to click between two separate screens, uh, infuriates me. It's absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe these animals that work off just one screen. Uh, but yeah, it was that was good, and then me and Emily hung out, and then I came to the office and recorded Fight Boys, which 
almost was my thing that I did what that wasn't awesome today because it was just such a weird energy. Like, doing a pro wrestling show right now seems ridiculous because there's no pro wrestling. And so Blake was tired. Dylan was... He didn't want to... Well, he did admit it. He was super depressed, and so it was hard for him to really talk about anything. Like, it was hard for him to get in, interested, and that was a real bummer. So it was a rough time over there at the old Fight Boys camp tonight. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? I'm just grateful for Discord. So if any of you are unfamiliar, Discord is an app where you can basically set up giant chat rooms about whatever you want. So we've got the Dragon Con Discord, the BS Network Discord, um, my friends that do horseshoes and hand grenades, they have their own Discord that I'm a part of. And it's just a great way to hang out with friends and really communicate back and forth with them. Uh, Wi-Fi Sci-Fi, the big thing I was supposed to be a part of, that has its own Discord. And now we're like coming up, now that Wi-Fi Sci-Fi got postponed, we're now like, what do we do now? So we're coming up with all these different great ideas that I don't think I'm allowed to bring out publicly, but it, great things are coming from the Wi-Fi sci-fi group. And I just love Discord, especially during this time, because it helps you remain connected. It helps you remain feeling like you're part of a bigger tribe. And we actually started the BS Network Discord a little bit. Like, it used to be exclusively for our patrons, And then we didn't have a lot of patrons, so not many people were communicating on it. So I finally decided to open it up to the entire world. I keep inviting people on, and I'm getting all my friends in there. And I'm really excited to have my own basic little playhouse where I can hang out and chat with my friends and have a good time. So I love Discord for that. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And is something that I've done awesome many times in the past. And luckily, uh, in two weeks, you won't have to hear me rant about it again, at least for a few until I start season two. But I wrote right before the season finale of Deviant, episode nine, season 10, or episode 10 is the season finale, but I wrote episode nine today. And I'm so stupid excited about it because it goes to super highs, it goes to super lows, and it's all—it's a 15-minute show, but I include so many awesome moments. I finally wrote an actual ACDC song to put in there, which means I can never monetize that podcast, but it's okay. We'll live off Patreon money, I guess. But yeah, I'm just super excited about Deviant, about it getting towards the season finale, because that means things are going to get buck wild, things are going to get crazy, and I'm really excited to see what sort of craziness comes next once we get into season two, but I can't wait for you guys to listen to it, it's going to be really fun, I put in one of my favorite ACDC songs, which is Shoot to Thrill, and it's going to be a really, really great episode. Now, what did I do that is not awesome, and it's the fact that we didn't realize that all of the meat we had for our HelloFresh meals had gone bad. Because we had basically what had happened was we kept it in the fridge a little too long that said we should freeze it. And then every few days I'm like, okay, I'll make a HelloFresh tomorrow, pull a meat out of the freezer, let it dethaw, and then say, oh, I'm not going to, and then put it back in the freezer. So I just keep dethawing and freezing meat. And that just doesn't do a good thing to meat. So. We weren't able to eat a HelloFresh tonight, which sucks. We've got five meals left because we only did, like, a little trial thing. If they ever want to give me that good, good Sponso money, though, I would definitely use it to buy some more HelloFresh because I do love their company. And uh, so we instead had to order out, and we ate Panera Bread. And, y'all, that's just enough of a bad thing in its own, just eating pure, pure carby goodness that is Panera Bread. It's not even goodness. I did not like Panera Bread. I'm sorry. I had their barbecue chicken mac and cheese, and I don't know. There was something in it that tasted like cleaner. It wasn't good. Still ate the entire freaking thing, though, because I'm a mad animal. But the main thing I did that was not awesome was the fact that I got it... uh, I got it in a bread bowl... And I had never gotten a bread bowl from Panera before, but y'all, that's a lot of freaking bread and a lot of carbs. It was insanity. It was ridiculous. The amount of bread. 
I had, because like I was raised in one of those families, you, you clear your plate. I couldn't, I had to clear my plate, but there was just so much bread and it just carved me up and to a point where legitimately, I think it gave me temporary narcolepsy because after that I was watching videos on how to like mod Nerf guns because we're all, we, we've got one painting canvas left and once I'm done with that, I want to move on to a new medium, which is making Nerf guns look cool. So I'm watching videos on how to mod Nerf guns and at one point I was watching Adam Savage make a Nerf rifle and then I woke up an hour later. This, I mean, bread bowls ain't no joke y'all. It was just so much carbs, so much. It was ridiculous. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And number one is the fact that I went in and played in our budget because now that I'm not going to a lot of different places next month, that means a lot of money is going to stay in my account given the fact that I think in Orlando I had planned out a $500 budget. Then in, um, oh crap, where was it? In uh, Seattle, I planned 150 So that's like $650 that's staying in my budget until I have to go back. Because Wi-Fi Sci-Fi, I think we're not doing till like October or November. So that's pushed way back. So Seattle's way out there. Um, I don't know when we're going to try to go to Orlando. So that's pushed away. Meaning I've got a lot of money. And that was one of the ways I helped myself and also hurt myself. Because hearing I have a lot of money instantly says, Scott, make Scotty go, I should spend money. And that's why I instantly started looking up the Oculus Quest, because I love VR games so much. We've talked about it on the show before. I love VR. I want a VR headset so freaking badly. And earlier today, me and Emily were talking, and we realized that Disney World is probably not going to open back up until mid-May, maybe even June, which means when we go in June, it's going to be insanity. So we're talking about postponing or maybe canceling the trip. And I said, well, if we don't go and if we're kind of stuck in the house like this for the next foreseeable future, why don't we get an Oculus Quest? So me and her talked about it. And I was like, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Because I thought it was only $400. Y'all, it's like 700 bucks to get an Oculus Quest. I still almost bought an Oculus Quest literally right before I started recording. Before I I was literally, it's in my Amazon cart and I'm just staring at it like, I'd really, really, really like that Oculus Quest. I'd love to just play Beat Saber all day. Let me put it this way. I know I've struggled with weight loss in the past. If I could play Beat Saber every day, I'm fairly sure I'd be fit tomorrow. <laughs> so I really do want the Oculus Quest, but also it's one of those big money decisions that I feel like I have to... Like, let me put it this way. When I did that Austin thing that I'm not doing anymore, when I planned that trip out, it was only, what, like $150, maybe $200 for the whole trip. I still felt the need to, like, talk to my mom, talk to Emily, talk to my dad, everybody close to me, like, hey, is this cool? Is this cool to spend this much money? And I was about to just spend $700 on a whim, so I decided to pull the meatloaf technique. Let me sleep on it, baby, baby, let me sleep on it. So I'm going to sleep on it, and I will have an answer in the morning. And let me put it this way, tomorrow morning, or tomorrow's episode, you may just hear me come on and be like, what I do that's awesome? I bought an Oculus Quest! Yeah, baby! So I'm probably, I'm not even going to lie, I'm probably buying an Oculus Quest. <laughs> Um, but I do want to talk to people about it beforehand and at least get their input and their info. Cause if I'm going to be stuck in only my house and my office for the next foreseeable future, my wanderlust is going to need something. So I feel like the Oculus Quest could satisfy that. Also, it would prepare me for the eventual just ready player wanting of the entire world. But for now, I'm going to go inside and maybe try to wake up Emily to talk about an Oculus Quest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and it was a very weird day, I will say that. It, it kind of all blends together when I think back on it, because I, I don't know, when you do the same thing all day, which all day I was with my family, yeah, it kind of, it becomes hard to differentiate things, you know? At least when I go to the office and then go hang out with family, I can be like, oh, well, I was at the office from here to here, I was with family from here to here, I was recording from this time to this time, whereas today, it was more just like, I don't know what happened, I was in house all day. Oh, by the way, (laughs) I know I teased it yesterday, 
I literally walked in the house. Emily woke up and I said, hey, I was thinking about buying an Oculus Quest. And she goes, yeah, but you know we need a new bed too. I was like, oh, I was going to get the Quest with my card. And since I was going to get it on my card, you could get... Uh, you can get the bed with your card and save money. She went, okay. So yeah, I ended up buying an Oculus Quest literally like 30 minutes after I got done recording with you guys. So maybe next week is probably going to be a whole lot of I played VR all day. That's what I did that was awesome. That is what I did that wasn't awesome. My whole day was nothing but Beat Saber. Uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a fun day. But it was also a stressful day for reasons we will get into when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for today? And today I'm grateful for, I was going to say specifically just the movies, but I guess just the person Kevin Smith. For those of you unfamiliar, he's the guy who directed Clerks and Jay and Silent Bob and the new Jay and Silent Bob reboot that just came out. And that actually came out on Prime Video and I watched it tonight and it reminded me of just how much I love Kevin Smith's stuff. Like, let me put it this way. Kevin Smith is not dumb. He knows what brought him to the dance, as it were, which is, you know loud swearing and f-bombs and inappropriate jokes but what i like about the new movie is the fact that you can tell he's grown because instead of playing that up for laughs he almost makes commentary on it because he has um all he has jay of jay and silent bob jay has a daughter and so jay's daughter is walking around throughout the whole thing basically telling him like hey, you know what you're saying is not cool, right? You know you're not a cool person anymore. And it was a... I really enjoyed it because it it was a film that grew with you. Like, if you were a fan of Jay and Silent Bob about the time when I was, when I was like 8, 17, 18, it's a film that really, really grew with you. But yeah, man, I just really love Kevin Smith. A lot about him defined who I was, who I am. Like, as far as storytelling, the way I tell stories originated from Kevin Smith. He used to do these evening with Kevin Smith video documentary kind of things where he would just go from school to school, man, and just talk to them and answer their questions and tell these amazing, hilarious stories. And I kind of drew my inspiration from him. So yeah, big appreciation, big ups to Kevin Smith uh, today. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it was, despite all the odds, despite everything going against us, I made a HelloFresh meal today. I got to be healthy today, and that made me happy. Although I will say, the chicken that we had went bad. Actually, the HelloFresh chicken went bad. Then Emily says, oh, we have more chicken in the fridge. Whew! more chicken in the fridge, and then I said, okay, then that chicken was bad, so Emily had to go get more chicken, that chicken was rock hard frozen, so yeah, we couldn't eat chicken tonight with our HelloFresh, instead I just made these kind of garlic parmesan green bean strings with, um, with couscous that had this awesome onion and garlic flavoring to it. It was a really, really nice meal. And yeah, man, it just reminded me how much I like HelloFresh and how much I like working. Like, that's the thing, is I kind of slipped into a lazy pattern the last two weeks, and it makes me forget, oh, wait, you do actually enjoy getting up and working, and you do enjoy making meals, and you do enjoy working out. Like, it, it's it's hard to, it's easy to fall back into those lazy circumstances, but luckily I got out of it today. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And I don't know why, but I felt hypersensitive to all like all day like at one point um emily's or not emily's my nephews came over to the house and ripley was asleep i wasn't planning for him to be there and then they all came in the house at once and started running around and once again i was just not prepared for it i was taking a nap with my baby and when chaos comes into your life and you're not prepared for it it causes things to be a little bit crazy for you for a few so that wasn't that good, um, let's see, that one was weird, and then Emily took, uh, okay, once again, this is all my interpretation, so when I say these things, this is not truths, but Emily took a bath, a shower for like an hour, she was gone for an hour, and throughout the day, I kept expressing to her, hey, I know you have to come home and work on stuff, and I know you want to get showered and all that, 
but I'd like to spend time with you. I'd like for us to be together as a family. And she's like, yeah, but I got to get this stuff done. I got to get this stuff done. Cause she's very, her and her family are like very hyper focused on making sure everything gets done and everything's perfect. And I'm like, yeah, but that means less time to spend with your family. And so anytime where it seemed like my mind, my anxiety convinced me in those moments, Hey, she, she don't care. She don't care about you. When in reality, she does care about me. That's the reason she is cleaning the house. That's the reason she is taking a shower because she cares about me and wants the things around me to be nice. But that's just not my love language. That's not what I speak. And I don't know. I feel like we need to get over that. So now finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by actually standing up and saying these things. It's by not letting them fester in the back of my head. Because when my nephews came over and they started playing in the house, they went straight into CJ's room, which would have been fine. But CJ's not here. CJ wasn't with us. He was with his grandmother. And Emily didn't understand why that was a big deal to let kids go and play in CJ's room without CJ's permission. She's like, oh, but he probably would give them permission. I'm like, yeah, if he was here, but he's not here. He's not here to give agency. He's not here to give permission. She goes, I I don't understand that. I'm like, okay. And this this goes to her. This goes to everyone in the audience who needs to hear this. You have agency in this life. You have permission. If you don't want something to happen, you have permission to say no. You have permission to say yes. You have agency. And we need to teach our children that they have agency. So I was trying to do that. Like, and so that's what I did. I stood up basically for my son and said, hey, if he's not here, no one goes in his room. He does not have, like, if they don't have permission directly from CJ to go into his room, they do not go into his room. And she's like, okay. So that happened. And then uh, later I kept kind of jabbing at her like, hey, why is it taking so long to take a shower? I understand, but I want to spend time with you. I want to be with you today. And she's like, okay. Um, and like, I don't know, man. It was just a weird day where I was very hypersensitive to things. But also, I vocalized them. And I feel like that helped. That helped a lot because instead of keeping it inside and letting it fester and grow grow tendrils and latch onto my brain even more, I let the anxiety thoughts out. I let the depression thoughts out. That way, once I said them, I could either have someone else respond and be like, that's a little bit crazy, or reevaluate them. Like, in, there were multiple times today was I, where I was like, am I wrong? Are kids supposed to play in, like, their nephew's, their cousin's room without their permission? So, at that point, I even, like, called my parents, like, is this, did I do a wrong? Am I good? And they're like, no, that's how we raised you. And I was like, okay, at least, at least I have a reason why, why I believe these things. But, yeah, I feel like letting the depression and anxiety thoughts out helped because then I was able to say them and either through myself or someone else be able to openly evaluate and say, oh, that's definitely just my anxiety talking or, oh, this is a problem that needs to be addressed or, oh, this is just me being a little bit sad or a little too sensitive or whatever. So I I liked that. I liked opening up and talking a little bit more today. And I feel like that really, really helped uh, just being able to say things because, yeah, there were some times today where old Scotty Moe was hurting, and I feel like the only way to stop that hurting was by letting it out a little bit. So that's what I did. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get relaxed because tomorrow I have a very, very big day with a very, very long stream to raise money for some independent wrestling. And I will see you guys after that tomorrow. Hey, everybody, it's me again, and I feel like death warmed over. Because we just live-streamed for 12 straight hours. It is much longer than we planned to. I was like, oh, we can start at 12. We'll be done by probably like 6. No. The the hidden catchphrase of the stream at one point was like, me and Blake, if there was a lull or a pause, would just dumbfoundedly be like, we're going to be here till midnight. We're going to be here so freaking long. And we were. We were there till 12.30, I think it was. And we started at 12. So, Yeah. It was a good time, got to raise some money for pro wrestlers, and hell, it wasn't a long day, so let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful 
for the feeling that the Oculus Quest is giving back to me because I've not gotten it in the mail yet and I'm still like every day waiting, waiting for it to come and it's bringing back that like childlike wonder of oh, only 12 days until Christmas or oh, five days until WrestleMania or six days until your big uh, vacation and you know, that feeling makes a day go super slow and it makes each day feel really, really important as you prep and start getting ready for, for that specific day to come. And that's how I am right now is just every single day being like, oh no, how long, how long do I have to wait until I get it? And it's just this violent eagerness that I'm really happy to get back, this kind of passion for a, a date in the future. And yes, I do know part of me does need to stay in the moment and I do for the most part but also, I love having something to get really excited about coming in the mail. Like, me and Emily have gone through the Oculus store, bought out all the games we want to get. We want to get Beat Saber. We're going to get um, Super Hot, so, like, the basics. Then there's one called, um, not Bullet Hell. What was it? It's some shooting game, except it's a rhythm-based shooting game. So it takes you through, like, a John Wick-style scenario, and you can't die. It's God Mode. And you're running and shooting to the beat, and I'm really excited to play that. We got a lot of fun games. So that is what I am grateful for, is the feeling that waiting on the Oculus Quest is giving me. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And I already talked about it, but I got to have a lot of fun playing video games with Blake. And I didn't have to worry about... I guess the fact that I'm producing it for the... Because we're not. This is not going on uh, the YouTube channel. This isn't going on any podcasting streams. This is purely a one-off that me and Blake were doing to enjoy ourselves. And it was a really fun experience because of that. Because I'd hear, you know, the things that would usually irk me. Like hearing Blake eat chips. Or hearing him type. Or I would be hungry and like how or have to cough. And I'm I, every single time that happens, it takes me out for a moment. Because I go, oh no... I'm going to have to edit that out. I'm going to have to deal with that in the future. Oh, God, that sucks. But today, I didn't have to worry about that. And it allowed me to be really in the moment and really enjoy every minute of playing that game. Like, you'd think playing for 12 hours would seem like uh, it seemed like an ordeal. Like, you'd have to take a break. And we did. We took, like, an hour break. But even then, it did not feel like 12 hours. It just rushed by. It was a really fun time. And also, that might have been because of... I guess the lack of novelty, because we talked on the show before that, like, novelty helps your brain build memories and also helps your brain keep track of time. Without novelty, it'll seem like things are going by faster, and that might have been what played into it as well. But it was just a really good time, and we got to support some indie wrestlers, uh, told people to go buy shirts for Warhorse and Dan Housen and all my favorite wrestlers, and it was a great time. And we got like four new followers on Twitch, which was insane because we haven't done that. No, we haven't done Twitch is like a big deal in a while. So seeing people show up and seeing people hang out and chat, it was a really good time. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's the fact that I sat in a chair for 12 hours and played video games. And the only meal I ate was pizza. And the only drink I consumed was Coke Zero and whiskey. And hey, I am full on becoming, um, oh god, not Murtaugh. Murtaugh was the, uh, not Mel Gibson character from Lethal Weapon. I'm full on Murtaughing it, because I got over, I'm just like, I'm getting too old for this, man. I'm getting too old to do that for 12 hours. It was not a good time near the end. So, yeah, that wasn't the best. Like, I know I'm gonna pay for this tomorrow. I know it's gonna be incredibly painful to wake up, because, like... Here's the thing, I ended up hungover before I even went to bed. I remember just, like, going out to my car, or like, right before I recorded, just like, I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die, I am in so much pain. And there will probably be anxiety attacks to come, and all kinds of messiness, because, hey, treat your body better than that, my dudes. You're not supposed to sit in a chair for 12 hours, eat pizza, and drink soda. You're supposed to take care of yourself. So, I think next week is going to be a lot more of Scotty taking care of himself. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And, well, one way was the fact that since we broke it up into kind of like the first three weeks and then the final three weeks, I didn't drink during the first half of the stream, whereas Blake did. So, I am terrified for what I'm going to discover when I wake up tomorrow with Blake. I'm afraid Blake's going to wake up and be like, hey, bud, uh... 
yeah, I can't do the show anymore because I lost every ounce of my body mass last night vomiting. So, yeah, I, that's one way I helped myself was that. And then also, like I said, staying in the moment and allowing myself to forget about the fact that I was producing a piece of content and instead just allowing myself to enjoy making a show with my friend. That really helped things. Like, it, it really helped because, like, we still did what we normally do. I just eased off the gas pedal a little bit and it helped the show move forward and helped it grow and become a lot greater to a point where like by the end me basically me and Blake were doing it on two separate ends of the spectrum because we both booked uh two separate wrestling shows and I booked it to the T like like I told you guys on the show every single like week I would have a different match preparing for a different thing and then the game would throw curveballs at me it would give us like promos where I can't replace the promo with a match so I'm screwed and so Blake but then Blake did the exact opposite he planned nothing every single week and he goes by the end we were like I think we figured out how to do this which is yes you do need some structure from you but you also need to roll with the punches so that was kind of what we became near the end was rolling with the punches if the game gave us something we wanted we went with it if the game gave us something that was a little bit meh we decided to defer to our notes and man it just it constantly reminds me that like oh yeah improv is important like, the spirit of improv is very important in this world because things go wrong, and you could either just sit and mull it over and ruin the scene, or you could say yes and and move on, and that's what we had to do a lot today was a lot of yes anding. And uh, other than that, that's, that's literally all I did today was play video games, eat pizza, drink Diet Coke. Oh, my God, I'm going to die tomorrow. So I'm going to go inside and drink so much water, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Twenty-six weeks, y'all. Twenty-six weeks. We've done this. I think actually officially on Monday, so tomorrow we'll have officially have done this for half a year. Half a year of me again. Half a year of evaluating every single day of my life. And I like to think I've gotten better. I actually do want to start going back and listening to the older episodes, like each week. Like I'll listen to week one next week, and then week two. That way I can kind of see have I improved? What was life like six months ago? It's it's really interesting. Um, I do feel like I'm slowly falling back into those week one and week two Scotties, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I did. I'm slowly having like these weird realizations that. If I want to get back to me again, I do need to go back to how I was back then, which is I was straight edge, I didn't smoke, uh, well, if I did vape, I didn't vape nicotine, um, and I didn't do any of the stuff that I currently do, and the way I realized, like, oh, wow, this is kind of hindering me more than it's helping me is, uh, earlier today, I watched a video from Henry Rollins, who is the lead singer for um, uh, Black Flag, he has the Henry Rollins band, and he is also probably one of my my favorite public speakers out there, and I compare myself a lot to him, at least I did back in the day, and one of my favorite quotes from him was like, why you would put uh, sugar in the ta- in the gas tank of a Ferrari makes no sense to me, talking about drinking alcohol or uh, smoking, uh, smoking nicotine or anything like that, and so that was a moment I went like, oh, I get it, so like, these things that I think are giving me more passion and think that are helping me really aren't, so I do definitely think I want to, and probably the fact that last night I ended up drinking way too much is helping this, but I I do think after uh, Southern Mythology, I'm going to stop drinking 110%. I'm going to lower intake right now, and then after Southern Mythology, completely and totally cut it out, because I want to get back to being me again. I want to get back to being that guy who can run around and be super passionate about everything, and super excited about everything, and I'm just not that anymore, and I think... I don't know, maybe booze is affecting that a little bit. So for now, I'm going to remind you guys, if you want to support this show, you can on Patreon, patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's the website where you can support the entire BS network and you get exclusive content like my show, Me Also, which is where I take you guys through some uh, a more of a deep dive into some of my favorite self-help topics. It's a really fun show. We just did one about everything I do in a day, which uh, I think I talked about during the show. It's a parody of those Vanity Fair videos. And you get shouted out on the show of your choice every single week. So we need some Me again 
Ten Maniacs to go donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS. And remember to check out all the other programs online at a load of pure BS.com, especially Deviant. We're getting to the end. The season finale is coming up, and I'm so excited. We put so much love and care into it. I'd love for you guys to check that out and pick up some me again merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, remember to send your thoughts, your questions, and your psychiatric help to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. And until next time, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again.